welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, sisters, we gotta go back. Uh, back, back to school again. I knew this was what we were going to talk about. We started, and I didn't oh, think about whoa. the fact that Sydney would be starting. This was back all just a ploy. So it was. How, how many seconds was that, Sid? Did you just void the copyright? Maybe, maybe you should never do that again, <laughs> just in case. I think that uh, the people, if whoever's making residuals off Grease Two at this point, would <laughs> only would only appreciate the extra promotion could only like they're, they're gonna send me a, a an email to say hey thanks for reminding people that Greece 2 exists i think i think you've become their unofficial official spokesperson at this point oh, really am i the brand have. ambassador for Greece 2 absolutely that's your title absolutely can you can you put that on your your, your business card now in your twitter you bio card who has a business card put it in your twitter bio that's your business card yeah hey listen if anybody out there is affiliated with Greece 2 the greatest movie of all time oh, now. I, it has become. I'm. I'm. I'm taking it from better than Greece to greatest movie of all time status. If anybody out there is affiliated with Greece too in any way, and you need a brand ambassador, she's your girl. What I'm willing. It, hmm. I'm willing I'm, to offer my services for free. I'm trying to think of what a brand ambassador for like an old movie would even do, because like. I get brand ambassadors at my job. They come in and they're like, hey, I just want you to try my cool product. And like, you just like show up at people's like houses with this like a little laptop playing, playing Grease 2. Like, hello, can I introduce you to the good word? The good word of Grease 2. Just door to door. Sydney's like a missionary. It is. I either go door to door uh, or I, I imagine it's a very, it's a very Steve Buscemi moment where I show up and I'm like, hey, fellow teens. Ah. Uh, you know, you know what I enjoy. That's a great teen film. Sydney's gonna be Teens. like the scary guy that yells on my campus with like signs and protesters and stuff. Except she's just gonna have a big sign yelling in the middle of campus, like "Watch Grease Two, Grease Two rocks." I'm gonna go set up a table that just says "Grease Two is the greatest movie of all time." Changed my mind. Yeah, I'll give, <laughs> have have a credit card and a t-shirt. <laughs> 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 that's uh if grease 2 would uh have their own credit card like if there was a grease 2 branded credit card like not their own credit card i don't know how they do that they're not like a bank they're not a bank well but, you know, I know <laughs> can't you get those credit cards or like there's those things that are like they'll put whatever image you want on a credit card <laughs> so you can get like a picture of your favorite like dog on your credit card so maybe you could do that but it'll just be some picture a picture of the cast of Grease too. <laughs> Do you know how much I would love that? That's like you can get different things on your checks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For those people who still have a check, we have to have a checkbook for like two things that we have to write checks for. Yeah. And ours say, what do ours say? You have different sayings. One of them is like, you know, reach your dreams, or like you can succeed. Something like that. Make it happen. Make or it something. happen. I don't know. They're all like inspirational Achieve your dreams. Messages. Yeah. Nice. Grease. Very good. Grease 2 is the word. Grease 2 is the word. Wow. Um, anyways, before we just spent four minutes talking about Grease 2. Not four minutes well spent and not enough. Uh, it's back to school. Wow. That's right. I moved in to my second year dorm, which is the same as my first year dorm. Uh, about five days ago, 
Yeah. And I start classes in about another five days. So. How are you feeling? I'm a little nervous. Um, glad to be back in my dorm, but starting over because I changed my majors. So feel a little behind. And I just uh, had to spend like $150 on textbooks. So that's about you know, normal. Yeah. That's fun. That's actually on the low end. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised. Um, one of my books, actually, I didn't intend to talk about this, but I just remembered, is a graphic novel of V for Vendetta. You okay? What class are you in? That you're reading V for Vendetta? Uh, it's one of my it's one of my English classes. It's a literary analysis class, and I needed that book, and then uh, much ado about nothing, and then one textbook type book that's about understanding literature. Oh. So Much Ado About Nothing and V for Vendetta are the two books that we're reading this semester. <laughs> Interesting. I Also, for future reference, if it's ever stuff like that, check with me before you Do you purchase. have that? I'm fairly certain we own both. Because I was going to say, I have V for Vendetta. Yeah, I know I'm we have sure V for Justin Vendetta. Too. Yeah. Those two are like the books you can find on Amazon that were like $6 each, like 5 or sure, $6. Sure. Like Not like the textbooks that ended up being like 50 or $60 each. Right. But those were just like small copies that were, you know, 5 bucks. Yeah, I, I, I know we have V for Vendetta, but we we may well have both now that I think about it. Um, but check check with me because I, you have I don't know if books. you've noticed. You have, I'm looking behind you right now at one of your like, what, seven giant bookshelves. Mm-hmm. We, we have we own many books. books. I don't I don't like to get rid of books as I we've know. discussed. You you probably should at some point though. Like you have a lot of them. Yeah. Don't we'll throw them away. Just donate them somewhere. No. Um, no. I, I I would never throw the, the only one we've like we've talked about. What do you do with a book by Donald Trump? You let your child destroy it. I guess. And then you throw it away. Yeah. And then bury it in the and yard. Bury it. I, I wouldn't let a child touch it though because what it you know like <laughs> it's like an unholy tomb. They might become possessed by. Being a big old jerk. It's a horcrux. Yes. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How long are teachers and professors going to continue using Animal Farm as a teaching tool? <laughs> you all had to read uh, this book, right? Yeah. It's, but it's good, though. I had it to read it good. my I had to I read like it my it. freshman year of high school. And it, again, came up on a reading list for my sophomore year of college. Yeah, but you know, I guess the thing is, is like, if you look at the state of the world, anything revolving around like fascism, it's like, I don't think we're getting it. So, well, <laughs> you know, it's not, as well read it again. It's Do not the for an, homework. Yeah, it's not for an English class. It's for a political science class. <laughs> That's, that's fair. That's I fair. Mean, I, that's, that's specifically like Marxism. But, you know, just yeah. still, there's some lessons there that we're still not getting. Yeah. No, I think I think that uh, also I will take Orwell over Hawthorne on a reading list any day yeah, yeah that's fair so um, that is true though you think like have they've been writing books this whole time yeah so like, what there's a lot of books out there and like i i animal farm was fine it was one of my favorites i read it and like i didn't hate it but i don't know it's just one of those that like are there no other books that we can teach because i've been taught animal farm before if some like cool like teen lit writer could make like a new allegory for like for, for fascism for, for fascism and marxism yeah. and understanding like the communist era because we just throw nineteen eighty four in there too. If somebody could just make it star like yeah. two romantic teens, but one of them is inexplicably dying. Like, but like make it about these things. So that John Green, if John Green, <laughs> can you please? <laughs> well, I 
I mean, if you think about it, it's funny. Uh, this is a, a slight diversion, but like we as a culture, and I'm not the first to make this observation, we mock everything that teen girls love. Yes. And not only teen girls love these things, but like that's that's the category it falls into, right? Like yeah. we make yeah. fun of it like, oh, that's a thing a teen girl would well, that's love. That's the whole idea of being like a hipster, right? It's like you want to be the person that doesn't like all the mainstream things and usually the people we see is liking the mainstream things are teenage girls right we make fun of everything that teenage girls like and that's totally unfair and unfounded so books like i would say like the hunger games the hunger games rocks i'm is, sorry no it's great it, and it, it also great. speaks to the same kind of ideas it does that's true it, actually it that's does really um so does a uh, divergent. divergent yeah there are a lot of like young adult teen novels that have come out in the past like probably like decade Mm -hmm. that i think have very good messages for the same kinds of ideas but no teacher is ever going to use them because they don't want to use a a A ya novel right class but but like it's speaking to the same stuff yeah that animal farm was talking about in some ways and 1984 was talking about and brave new world i mean like the the this dystopian thing we've done a whole show on it so i won't i won't belabor the point but like it's a it's the same stuff it's just we don't like it because also there's a teen girl and also there's a romance romance, so we you know i'm just pretend (laughs) the whole thing has no value and that's not fair or true i'm just waiting for the first day of this class where we start discussing animal farm and i hope there's the one kid who's like wait the the animals are and there's what (laughs) it's not just about animals Like, I, I, I want that. The one kid who has never read Animal Farm, who's <laughs> never been taught Animal Farm, who's never heard of it. <laughs> I would hope, I would hope that uh, even if you don't understand, like, the the historical, political yeah. commentary that's being made, you at least get that, like, they're saying something here. Yeah. <laughs> that's just not about pigs. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, though, that comes with back to school, other than specifically for college students paying a ridiculous amount of money to buy yeah. books. I mean, books are of great value, but textbooks. Someone get on that. Like, really? Ridiculous. My school actually did a cool thing where the previous student body president made a program that makes it so teachers have to pick, like, the most reasonably priced book for their kids and has on the, the website, like, where you can get it for cheapest. You know who has a plan for that? Who? I won't get into that. Okay. <laughs> I won't, but, I, I won't do any any uh, shameless political plugs on the show. Yeah. Again. But yeah, someone really episode. get on that. Textbooks are way too expensive and college is expensive enough. Uh but the other the other thing that we have to visit this time of year is back to school fashion. Yes. I took Charlie back to school shopping because she is uh going in she she's done a year of preschool. She has another year of preschool. The laws in West Virginia mean you can't start kindergarten unless your fifth birthday comes before July 1st of that year. And okay. Charlie's birthday is after that. Yes. So she turned five in August. So she is in a four-year-old preschool class, even though she is five. She asked me that multiple times. Why do I have to be in this class? <laughs> yeah. Aw. Well, then but she's going to be know. a school older kid for the rest of her life. So that works out. I told her that. I said, I, trust me, someday you may appreciate this. Or you might be mad at me. It's the state law. I have no control. Yeah. Uh, but I took her back to school shopping which was fun for me for about five minutes, and then she lost interest in the whole process. And so then I was just trying to guess what is cool because she was looking at, you know, JoJo Siwa branded bows and rings and nail polish for the rest of the time. 
and I was like, do you like Sounds this skirt? Right. Is this cool? Yeah. Do, do kids start being cool in preschool? Do you still have to worry about that? I thought that was still when you were allowed to like put like a, like a goofy sweater on them that, that grandma picked out. I mean, in this case, grandma is mom and she picks out pretty cool stuff. But, you yeah. know, like I thought kids weren't cool that, like, you know, it's not until like at least second or third grade that an awareness of cool happens. Is it starting that early now? I don't think, I think that it's cool in a different way. Like, it's cool if it has a superhero on it, you know? Okay, it, all right. It's cool if, for her, Jojo Siwa is sort of like a superhero now. So if it is branded very specifically that way, it's cool. Right. Anything that has to do with Paris is cool for Charlie now. So I found things that were like, like they would have something in French on them, and she was, that was cool. Okay. Didn't she say that's what she wanted her style to be this year? Yes, that was her right. style. Her, I said, what kind of thing are we going for? And she said, uh, I think Paris. So. Okay. Well, that's uh, all right. A look. But, I mean, it's cool. It's there, there. I don't think there is a universal cool. I think you have to find what the individual kid thinks is cool. And that's what I was trying to do. Because otherwise, every morning when I try to get her dressed, she'll go, I don't want to wear that. And then I'll be like, why did you let me buy it? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but I, I thought it was time for us to do like an update on back to school yeah. fashion, on fashion in general for the young, the young kids, yeah. the young generation. I looked back and realized the last time we did a fashion episode was May of 2016. Mm-hmm. So I was 15 years old, a full, you know, three years ago plus. And everything has changed. Everything has changed. I was in high school. As fashion does. Almost 19 now, entering my last year of teendom. I am told that fashion changes often. <laughs> I have found myself to she be is, unaware. Sydney is unaware because Sydney's fashion has remained constant since, you know, 1991. <laughs> Sydney's fashion is, does it still fit? I'll wear it. <laughs> does it have a hole that's big enough to be seen by most people? I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you clarified most people. Well, this just got a little hole. Some little of my favorite t-shirts got ruined in one of my organic chem labs in college. Nerd. Uh, because I would accidentally, I guess, get acid or perhaps <laughs> a very basic substance. I'm not sure which one I was getting on my t-shirt, but I know I would come home from lab and look down and go, why do I have these tiny little holes? You know, no, I could totally see College Sydney still wearing that shirt somewhere. Like, oh, these? Yeah, I got these in my Oak Him lab. Let I was going to say, so that, that sounds like the kids that I went to art school with that would purposely, like, wipe paint on their jeans and then be like, yeah. oh, I got paint on my jeans. I guess I'll just wear them. Like, yeah. and I, I, I could see you just sprinkling a little bit of acid. Like, oh, no, look at that. Oh no, oh, you're not. Oh no, I gram stained my collar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're you're not in Okem? Oh yeah, I I am I'm in that. Yeah. It's like yeah. how it's so cool to walk out of the hospital with like blood all over ah! you, right? No. <laughs> That's different. That's never cool. I'm kidding. Okay. I don't I don't do that. So what doctors do? No. <laughs> I hope not. If you are a doctor and you are doing that, stop. That's a biohazard. <laughs> Take your scrubs off and put something else on. It doesn't really and- work in my line of work anyway. I you know, I I douse myself in vodka when I leave the bar and everyone just thinks I'm a drunk, not a bartender. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that I I will. I will say that's true. If I if I think, wow, that person really reeks of alcohol. I don't think they must be a bartender. (laughs) They must be a super cool mixologist. (laughs) 
but what are the what are the cool kids wearing now back to school? What is the fashion moment that we're having? Well, it seems we were having a brief discussion before we started. It seems like the the focus on the nineties keeps moving back in time closer to like early 90s to late 80s and maybe we're, we're entering this weird mix of 80s and 90s fashion that's not quite all 90s but not quite 80s either i i have a question about that because i i know that target had a whole like stranger things inspired line yeah, of clothing like you can definitely like get 11's romper that she wears like uh-huh. the black one with all those neon things on it you can definitely just buy that at target and it's not just clothes directly from Stranger Things because they have some stuff that's like straight from the show yeah. and then like branded things. Like I got a yeah. T-shirt that says Hawkins, Indiana. Uh, <coughs> so like they have some branded things, but then they also just have like 80s inspired clothes. Yeah. Like they're they're very similar looks, but they're not. You wouldn't know they had anything to do with Stranger Things from looking at them. Yeah. And I thought like, is that is that a fashion influence at the moment? Has Stranger Things help take us further like pulled us into early 90s late 80s yeah i mean is that part of that movement that's probably part of it for sure what it's a very popular moment Mm -hmm. to be a part of what are people looking at those styles and saying like that looked good well (laughs) i mean like i'm not gonna lie i saw that romper 11 more and the first thing i thought was like where can i that's true the romper's cool the romper's very but like that kind of style where it's like the the bright ish colors and the like even like the shirt shoes were like little button downs that were like bright blue with little like squares and triangles mm-hmm. and squiggles all over them yeah those are those are pretty cute i would i would wear that but i think we've taken the elements from those outfits that are like the outfits that are entirely 80s mm-hmm. we have taken them the bits that are good and twisted them into some sort of like more fashion forward look like, would I pair that t-shirt with the bright red suspenders and the, you know, high-waisted light wash, like, uh-huh. bell-bottom, not bell-bottom, but, like, straight leg jeans? Probably not. Or, like, pair that robber with that big, like, plastic-looking wide red belt that she wears? Mm-hmm. No. But you take the elements that are good and you twist them a little bit, make it good for the, the 2010s, 20-teens. That's interesting. I wonder why that's caught on, especially the bright colors. Because that's um, that to me. That to me was a big shift when everybody was talking about the yeah. '90s are back. The '90s are back, and then I look around and I see all these like super bright colors. Yeah, and that wasn't. And this is age specific. Right. That wasn't my '90s. Right. right. My '90s was after that. Yeah. Grunge. Uh, right. My '90s was grunge. My '90s was like skater grunge. There was the goth stuff happening. Yeah. That wasn't yeah. my look. But that, but that was my '90s time. Yeah. Um, colors were definitely darker and muted. If I wore like, like I remember, the like the like plaid skirts that were like, but I mean still like darker colors, like, right, clueless, like a dark green, but darker, right? And a dark red, the yeah. black, yeah. But I mean, I I don't, I did not connect to that really like super bright neon color that I associated with the late '80s and yeah. the very early years of the 90s yeah it just always makes me think of like the palette of like wild and crazy kids or clarissa explains it all like that's yes. late 80s early 90s like it's yes geometric bright colors it's the max but you wear it yes you, you were exactly right that was that was a different 
I mean, I I was aware of that and I saw that. Yeah. And I think Tay, when you and I were younger, to at a point where like we were just wearing whatever made us happy before you start worrying about what other people think of you. Yeah. Right. Ah. Uh, the, the heady days of youth when you don't realize that anyone can see you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you turn around and go, oh, no, people can see me. And they're all wearing something different. Crap. Yeah. And yep. then you have to choose. Do I conform or not? Yeah. You know, I feel like the same kind of shift except in the opposite direction has happened in my experience as a teen where I've been a, you know, my early years as a teen were in the early 20 teens. Mm-hmm. And as we're moving into the final years of the 20 teens, uh, except... When I was younger, I remember those more muted, like, grunge, like, wearing flannels. And that was the first time I'd ever seen anyone my age wear Doc Martens. Like, the like the black yeah. ones, like, the big tall ones. First time I ever got a pair of those. Like, those were very in. And now as I'm moving into my later teen years and, you know, 2018, 2019, it's the, the bright colors and the, the more 80s looks are coming back. Kind and it's like a, an opposite shift. Like we continue to move further back in time. I feel like we're embracing what I feel like for it was a look. And then I feel like there was this whole period of time. And this is not me passing judgment. I feel like this is what people would have said where we looked back at that period of fashion and said it was tacky. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we are moving back into that. Like yeah. tacky is now in. Yeah. You I, know what I mean? I've always liked tacky. So I'm happy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not ju- I'm not even saying I necessarily think it's tacky. I feel like it is what the general consensus would have called tacky. You know, because yeah. I am I am someone who has worn quote unquote tacky things for most of my life. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm on board, but I feel like it is now becoming the center. Yeah. Well, I feel like I've even watched like all of these fashion trends that were very 90s come back and be popular for a hot minute like very briefly like I remember every clothing store I'd walk into for a while about four or five years ago was like jelly bags and jelly mm. belts and shoes. And you could get all of these like, mm-hmm. you know, those clear, like brightly colored type things again. And now I feel like you don't see those things anywhere. And it's like we like them for a minute. And we're like, well, no, that was probably just a, a bad one that we picked to bring back. Let's just well, pick a new Well, they're very uncomfortable, yeah. too. Yeah. But I also, because I, I was in, um, I was in a Forever Twenty One the other day, and uh, I noticed they had a whole, a whole section devoted to Baz Luhrmann's remake of Romeo and Juliet. <gasps> like they had like the like the the shirts that the boys wear, you know, like the kind yeah. of like Hawaiian shirts, but with like religious imagery. Uh-huh. They had like a dress. They had like it was a whole collection based around. Are you that. serious? Yeah, and I was a little like I was like, wait, what? Like. This specifically, like yeah. today, like like last week, like it, you know, it. And well, it's in now. Uh, same. Th- there was another. There was an online website that had a whole collection, and it wasn't just inspired by Clueless. They had gone outfit by outfit and created yeah. the Clueless clothes. So it's like, it, I mean, are is it out or is it just like? It's very specific. Like yeah. So I. I have to go <laughs> to Forever 21 right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, you guys can finish. Okay. <laughs> go um, ahead. I need to live out my fantasy of looking like Claire Danes in Romeo and Juliet. Uh, please, now. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Forever 21. <laughs> well, but it's not even like they made it, like, inspired by that kind of romantic, like, 
you know, like look that that movie had. It's just everything is like branded, like Romeo and Juliet. Like the dress is a oh. picture of her in that angel outfit. Like, oh no, I don't want that. I want her clothes from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like, I, yeah. I could get like the fashion that movie inspired, like making a line off of that, because that was a cool moment. I felt like in the '90s, that sort of like velvet and lace, like romantic kind of thing. But it was yes. always paired with like messy hair and like dark lipstick. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was cool. Um, but no, it's just like I know you all want a ton of branded Romeo and Juliet merchandise. So here you go. (laughs) I'm still going to check that out. Um, Yeah. Wait, before you get into some more specifics, I want us to cover some more specific things that have been brought back. But before we do that, let's check the group message. Uh, Sisters, this week we have a sponsor I want to tell everyone about, and that's Native Deodorant. Native has fewer, simpler ingredients, so you can know everything that's in their deodorants going up in your pits. Uh, they come in a wide variety of enticing scents. Axilla, please. <laughs> for, for men and women. Plus, they release new limited edition seasonal scents. So, you know, I love those fall scents as we're getting closer to fall time. I know Ooh. I was looking for hand soaps and candles the other day. They had all the fall ones out, so you can get some, some fall deodorant, too. Uh, and they also have an unscented formula and baking soda-free formula, if that's more your vibe. Uh, their classic deodorant, deodorant scents include coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and eucalyptus and mint. All those sound very delightful. So when you so. start, so when you start sweating, people can go, "Is that eucalyptus?" And, and you'll mint. say, "Why, yes, it is." Why, yes, those are those are my armpits. Those Thank are my you. pits. Thank you. Uh, so you can go check out those scents if any of those sound like something you'd like, or you know, one of their seasonal ones. See what they got going on now that we're getting into the late end of summer. Um, so Taylor, if our listeners want to check out Native Deodorant, what should they do? Well, you should go to nativedeodorant.com. Um, and if you use promo code buffering during checkout, you can get 20% off your first purchase. So that's nativedeodorant.com. Use promo code buffering and get that 20% off. So go check that out. Get some nice spelling. What is it? Axilla? Yes. Axilla. Very good. Thank you. Is that a fancy term for pits? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm learning already. School has already started. I found that sometimes if like you're trying to counsel a patient and you use the word armpit, they, they look at you like, do you know what you're talking about? (laughs) That's like one of the things where they're like, hold on a second. There's got to be a word you use for that. Is there a fancy word for your knee pit? For your knee pit? Like the area behind your knee. I've always called it the knee pit. Uh, Like where your knee bends? Yes. She's thinking. Uh, Yes. I've forgotten it. I mm. While you're saying, I, I, I think I would be very confused if a doctor said that you have something wrong with your auxilla. I would say, where is that? My what? <laughs> Do I have that? Why is it smelly? I don't understand. <laughs> yes. That's your popliteal fossa. Nope, even worse. Hmm. <laughs> I was sitting there going, it's the fossa. It's the, fo- it's the pop- popliteal, popliteal fossa. Okay. okay. Well, it's your knee pit. Your knee pit is what I'm going to say. Yeah, I don't think you need to put deodorant there in any case, but I guess you could. You could. No, don't. Oh. I mean, we'll do. I don't care. You can put yeah. deodorant wherever you want. You can put deodorant anywhere. No. Do whatever makes you happy. And less smelly. <laughs> uh, Riley, you were about to mention another specific fashion Yes, I was going to say every time I walk into Forever 21, I as long as I can remember, they have a whole section of graphic tees and tanks. And every time I'm in there, there's at least one Sailor Moon variety. 
and one like rugrats or um you know like reptar type old 90s cartoon mm-hmm. i couldn't think of it like rocco's martin life or invader zim something like that they always have something like that up there that you can get i i have such mixed feelings about this i mean what i think i think it's great but like uh because like, I, I saw like an advertisement and it was like a, a black moon clan shirt from like hot topic and it like looked cold like aged and old but it was like the black moon family i'm like that's so cool and all i can think is like sid you're gonna get this reference riley i don't think you will because it's from the last unicorn <laughs> but you know like when the, the old lady beats the unicorn and she's like where were you when i was young where were you when i was a maiden <laughs> <laughs> that's what I feel whenever I see that stuff. <laughs> like, oh, this is that's nice very now. true. I can't really justify Bobby a closet of Sailor Moon shirts now. Ah, I, well, you know. is I mean, that what reboots are for? Is that why they reboot TV shows? So you can oh. you can get their their TV shirts and or their TV shirts, their T-shirts, uh, and wear them again. I mean, I maybe like it's just you know sure. Like, they're going to get the old people to buy the merchandise that they didn't get to buy yeah. when they were young people, and they're not going to really have a use for it, but they're going to buy it anyway. Or they're going to buy it for their kids, forcibly. Yeah. And that's true. I Tay, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I mean, as somebody who... I have a, a Magic School Bus t-shirt with, good, oh, with nice. the frizz on it that yeah. I absolutely love. And uh, I have a Nancy Drew t-shirt that I just yeah. got that's one of my favorites. So, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I have a t-shirt that... Uh, definitely says Clueless on the front, like the logo for Clueless, a little pink bubble, and then just has a big picture of Alicia Silverstone on the back. Yeah. Mm. I have a Bonicula t-shirt. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Where'd you find that? That, uh... That uh, book t-shirt. Out of print. Place? Yeah. Yeah, that does all they the book t-shirts. Nice. This isn't like a plug for them. They just, if you like book t-shirts, they have lots of them. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I feel like as I'm noticing more fashion, it's, it's moving towards every time I show you something and I'm like, isn't this nineties? You're like, well, that was before my nineties, like, like early nineties. Well, I think the biggest for me has been like the fanny pack. The fanny yeah. pack has made this giant comeback. Yeah, it has. Or I like, uh, I know other parts of the world, they call it a bum bag. Hmm. A bum bag? A bum bag. I'm going to start calling it that. Yep. Fanny pack or a bum bag, whatever you prefer. Um, the bum bag has made a big comeback and it's funny because everyone's saying oh it's so 90s and it's not that people didn't use them in the 90s of course they did of course they did but the only time I used a fanny pack was when I went to an amusement park mm-hmm. I didn't wear one to like school or the mall or out with my friends I didn't wear I mean it was a very functional like it's useful because a purse you have to, I mean, like, they're not good for carrying on a roller coaster, but a fanny pack is. And so I took it when we went to Kings Island. And, and like, that was the only use it had. And I don't remember it being a widespread thing, like, at school. I, I can't, yeah. I mean, there were probably a couple people in my early years who had them, but, like, people were, weren't just wearing these everywhere. Right. Yeah. See, I, a lot of the young servers, like, early, early 20-year-old servers that I work with will wear them as they wait tables now like that's like a cool thing to do and i am just waiting to walk into like the trendy manhattan restaurant where that's the uniform like yeah i'll wear fanny like, packs crop tops and fanny packs to wait your table now 
I have seen people wearing the fanny pack over their shoulder. And I would yes. argue uh, two things. One, excuse me, whether you call it a fanny pack or a bum bag. That is neither your fanny or your bum. It is very clearly meant to be worn close close to the buttocks. It has to be butt adjacent, <laughs> yes. Uh, and two, it defeats the purpose. Then just get a purse. Well, they have, uh, in some cases I've seen, they've started making fanny pack type bags like the bag is similar shape mm-hmm. but it is made to be a crossbody so <laughs> it's made to go like across your chest like over one shoulder and down under the uh-huh. other um so you can wear it like, like a either, bandolero kind of thing. yeah either like around your back like a little like tiny like crossbody like backpack or in the front um the front is more of a fashion statement but they're a little bit bigger they're not as small as a fanny pack and they're made for that sort of wear uh-huh because it's very convenient <coughs> when I want my ID or my money to just right there. Well, is the point of any of, of my, it in front of my breasts? Is the point of any of this fashion convenience, or is it all just how it looks? Well, see, it is for me, so I guess I'm on go. the wrong side of this. I think a lot of fashion. While I always am down for things being convenient and comfortable, I think a lot of what's popular is always it's uncomfortable and it's not convenient. But does it look good? Hmm. Like we were talking about jelly shoes. Were they ever convenient or comfortable? No. no but did no. people wear them? Yes. You know, if if uh, designers, if you would just give everyone pockets, hmm. it would solve a lot of this. Every article of clothing needs pockets. Every gender, every person needs a pocket. Please just give us all pockets. Yes. Like real ones. Not the fake ones that I can only fit the tips of my fingers in. Yeah. Real pockets, please. I'm always yeah. very confused by the pockets that come sewn clothes. Have you ever experienced that? Yeah. Like, what's the point of that? I think it's just yeah. so it stays like, like, neat until somebody buys it. Like, I think you're supposed to. I always break the, the sewing open. Like, yes, you are. I, th- I think. Like, oh, you are. Yeah, I think. Oh. I mean, that if there's a pocket there, I'm gonna Oops. access it. It's not like, oh, there was <laughs> that pocket has been sealed for the ages. <laughs> oh, Do not break the we seal. Don't... There's a pocket demon. <laughs> we don't open that pocket. No, I've I think. Always loved now, be careful though, because sometimes they're just false fashion pockets. Yeah, like there isn't actually a pocket there. It's just like you'd you'd cut it open. It'd just be a hole in your pants. And now. then you'd be, just be grabbing your leg or what, uh, grabbing yeah. your butt. Whatever. Oh, I, well that, that doesn't happen so much in pants. I, <laughs> usually it's like blazers will have the, the sewn pockets. And you can look and see. There's clearly a pocket there. Like you can feel it in the lining. It's just it's just for only the brave gets those pockets. Those are for brave people pockets. <laughs> brave people slacks pocket do knife. Slacks do too sometimes, especially the back pockets of slacks. Mm. You can break open the threading and they're real pockets. Yeah. Sometimes they're not though. Sometimes they're. Anyway, I, the the false pocket should go f- forever. That should go away and never come back. Yeah. If you yes. think someone needs the look of a pocket, they probably just need a pocket. Yeah. I'm for like internal pockets. I wish more clothes featured that. I have like one vest that I got and it has like inside in the lining there's a pocket. So it's like it's got pockets on the outside, sure. But I have a secret pocket. So if like I ever needed to hide some super secret like jump drive or something, I don't know. It's in my secret pocket. Just uh yeah. just shop at a magician clothing store. <laughs> oh, go. maybe I did. Maybe that's why I have that. 
I will say that's my favorite feature of yoga pants and leggings is they always have this tiny, tiny pocket that's either like at the very back where the tag is or like at the very front where the corners. It's just big enough for like a car key or something. Mm -hmm. Because now that I have a like a, a fob instead of a key, I can just put it in there. And then I go to unlock my car and I have nothing in my hands and I grab the handle and it magically unlocks. And everyone's like, whoa, how'd you do that? Wow. I'm like, yeah, magic. Well, I will say that so like tiny the, the work work pants, people who make like what are considered like dress pants, you know, yeah. for, for wearing to work or professional situations, <coughs> need to get on board with the pockets because I have replaced the vast majority of those with just various colors of denim. Like yeah. various jeans. Yeah. Uh, and like people don't know that they're not. I found that most employers are like unaware that I am wearing jeans to work now as long <laughs> as they're not blue. Yeah. <laughs> and so I wear those because they have pockets and I need pockets. Yeah. Because I'm a human with items that Makes I like sense. to carry. Uh, so give us all pockets. What else about fashion though? Back to school. What are the other? So we've determined fanny packs are in, bright colors are in. Um, I have found a lot. I've been. Now places have all, like, their fall clothes out that you can get, so it's all a long sleeve, more sweater type stuff. Mm -hmm. I've been stocking up on some of that before it gets too cold, and I found a lot of, like, um, Henleys oh, that, that have, Henley. like, three or four buttons at the top, yes. or, like, a um, quarter zip that has, like, a just a little bit of a zipper at the top, and mm -hmm. it's, like, a comfortable sweatshirt with the collar. This is so, this is so, now, this is my time. This is, like, although this is more, like, middle school for me, but... The Henleys with the jeans. You tuck the Henley into the jeans. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. You wear some big old thick socks. That big are old the thick Big socks. old thick socks that are the same color as the Henley. And hiking boots. And you got yourself a look. Is that a look? Yep. Crimp that hair. Pull a piece up with a scrunchie. Big old chunky bangs over my big old chunky eyebrows. The scrunchies are definitely still up. Still in. Yeah. <laughs> Always. That, that, was, that was a look. Uh, I saw you told me that bike shorts were back. Yes, I this is a trend I have not gotten into just because uh, I think the thought of having shorts that are that tight makes me uncomfy. You just wear a giant shirt. But is yeah, the, is that's the, the look I think is that people wear these big giant oversized shirts and then bike shorts that are like slightly longer than shorts. But are, I think all the articles I've been reading and calling them like baby leggings, like they're leggings, but they're just <laughs> short, like right above your knee. Oh, but yeah. I mean, they but sound comfortable because like your legs aren't going to rub together. No, they're they're very comfy. I mean, I it was a a, a DJ Tanner look. I would say. Yeah. Wouldn't you say, Tay? That yeah. was a very that and a big T-shirt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And especially you get the big T-shirt, and then what you're at risk for with the big T-shirt and the bike shorts is the uh, the illusion that you are not, not wearing, wearing pants. pants. Right. Yeah. Um, that was frequently a problem. I guess. I mean, unless you don't care, I guess. Yeah. But for me, I wanted people to know I was wearing pants <laughs> to be to feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah. That I was, in fact, wearing pants. And so then that's that's where the scrunchie comes into effect to tie up your shirt, to tie up your shirt. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, um, I, I yeah. agree with that. My thought with the big size over like big oversized T-shirt and I usually just go with like a pair of athletic shorts. Yeah. Um, Is that. If it looks like I'm not wearing pants, if someone really wants to question me, I'll show them that I am indeed <laughs> wearing pants. And be like, hey, look, there's shorts under here. But like, if they if they don't, 
I I want you to assume that since I am in public, I would wear pants. So, what is the situation where someone would question you? Well, like the pants police, they come up and they're like, "Hey, you're not wearing pants in public. You, I'm giving Excuse you a me, pants ma'am. citation. You need to go put them on." I'll be like, "Hey, s- s- officer, uh, mm. here you go." I've never asked someone, of course, but I've definitely had those considerations where I'm like looking at somebody like out in public, like, I mean, of course they're wearing pants, but what if they weren't? I would know they have to be, but what if they weren't? But they they well, are, I, right? But it looks like they're not. <laughs> I mean, like, t-shirt dresses are a thing. So what if I was just wearing, like, a t-shirt dress? It's but a t- big, long t-shirt. A t-shirt dress, though. And, I mean, I, I think you do whatever you want. Right. But, like, generally speaking, t-shirt dresses, which I've seen are also back in and were also very popular. Especially, like, the stripy ones. Yeah. That was such a moment. Yeah, I remember yeah. those. A stripy... Yeah. Yeah, stripy t-shirt dress. T-shirt dresses are so comfortable because it's just like wearing a big long t-shirt, except it's acceptable to not wear pants underneath. Well, they're a little more fitted. Yeah. Mm. Typically. Yeah. Like they're they're cut more like a dress, I should yeah. say. Like not fitted necessarily. I mean, they can be really tight, but they're not necessarily like a t-shirt, like a big t-shirt over bike pants Has or bike no shorts. Shape it or just form. Ha- yeah, it's just a yeah. t-shirt. That's true. Um. But yeah, the the t-shirt dresses were usually like cut more like a dress is cut. And I would say like if you're wearing a long t-shirt, an oversized t-shirt that is as long as the t-shirt dress, that's probably too big. You've too gone big. too far. Okay. <laughs> that oversized t-shirt has gone too far. It's like Charlie wearing like one of our t-shirts where it's just like to the floor. Yes. That's too long. Yes. Then you need like a, a big plastic belt. Yeah. Well, or you could wear it with pants. Like, I've seen that, where it's, like, people yeah. wear, like, a long Leggings. t-shirt that goes to, like, below their knee, but then they've got some clear pant on under that. That's yeah. too much clear. shirt for me, personally, but that's your thing. Go <laughs> yeah. for it. That's a lot of yeah. shirt. It's a waste uh, of fabric. When are, when are the t-shirt clips going to come back? The little plastic clips you know, that you just pull? You Like, it, it, it's like a belt buckle, yeah. but you just pull your t-shirt corner through it? This is something I did not remember <laughs> until you showed them to me. And even then, I don't think I ever saw anyone in the use wild. Them. Yeah, I, I had just a like vaguely one. remember them. I do not tell you know what I'm. I know what you're talking about, but that is one thing that I do not think should come back because there is no like cute aesthetic way to have a weird, like droopy lump of fabric hanging off your hip. I like it. Yeah, well, <laughs> so Sydney's look. Sid, if you want to bring it back, that's cool. But I don't. I don't think it should come back. I think there are certain things. I think that's what each generation has been doing with like the 80s and 90s or like each decade. It's like we bring them back, but we leave a little bit of the bad stuff behind. I I miss the t-shirt clip days. I mean, it was definitely a look, but I would say that it's it's more convenient to keep a hair tie around your wrist and tie it up than it is to have a hair clip. Somewhere. What about the look where you take your shirt in the middle and pull it no. through? No, no. Like through the top. No. I was demonstrating I should I should describe. You pull it through like the top. Pull the of bottom your shirt. through the middle top. Yeah, and of pull your it neck. down and then it's like a bikini. They just make shirts like that now. Ah. Uh, I don't know. Okay. There was always like one or two like really confident girls that could pull that off and just be like, I don't understand that that alchemy that you just did to make that shirt, but it doesn't work on me. When I Not when me. I do it I just look like I don't know how to put clothes on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I could never pull that off. I was always too anxious to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about stirrup pants? What are those? <laughs> so stirrup pants were like 
the ver- here's what you did in the summer you wore an oversized t-shirt with bike pants with bike shorts yeah. and then as it got colder you traded in the bike shorts for stirrup pants to wear with your oversized t-shirt they're like a precursor to leggings except at the bottom they have a little piece of fabric that goes under your foot oh 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 okay to okay. hold them in yeah. place they make leggings like that Ah. Um, but my th- my thought process has always been they're for like exercise or, or something. I don't know. They I These definitely were just for fashion. Back I definitely in the day. accidentally <laughs> bought a pair of leggings once, thinking they were just leggings, and then put them on and was like, "What is this little strap? I guess it goes around it's my the stirrup heel." Yeah, and I realized I did that. Now I don't wear them. Mm. Yeah, but they definitely make those now, just in like the bottom of yoga pants. I remember being so jealous of some of my friends who had like some of the cutest stirrup pants and like the cutest stirrup <laughs> pants. What is the the shoe the shoe look for that? What do you do? What do you wear so you can show off the stirrup? Oh, you don't Put show it, off the stirrup. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't so, see the stirrup. Like you're wearing it in like a tennis shoe. So it just looks like you're wearing pants that go to all your feet. the way, all the way. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like you're wearing like. Pants that have socks attached. Yes. You're wearing tights. Yes. yes. You're just wearing tights. I don't know why that was a look. Well, I don't know. I don't think I, I guess, ever. I was going to say, I guess that's a I look. I maybe was like forced into them when I was too young to choose, but that was never my thing. I don't want to feel that constricted. I don't want that connection forged yeah. between my shoes and my pants. Um, the one time I wore them, I remember just getting like a little like red line across the bottom of my foot where the stirrup went across the bottom of my foot. When, when are bodysuits coming back? Are those back? Oh, bodysuits yeah, have been, been back. back. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Like yeah. with the snaps mm-hmm. at the crotch? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I've seen a lot of them where uh, ones are just like leotards, like, you know, solid, like made to look like a tank top, but you strap it at the bottom so you can tuck it in easily. Yeah. But then there are ones where it's like a really nice, like blousey type shirt at the top. Mm-hmm. And then it just looks like it has a little pair of underwear attached to the bottom because like either it's like ruching or lace at the top or whatever and then it's just like solid material of the same color that goes to snap in the crotch that goes under your pants so you can tuck it in because tucking things in is is like has been the yeah popular i knew thing. that was in like tucking all your shirts in has been the thing i feel like if i see people if they're not wearing a shirt that's more cropped so it's not shorter and they're not intentionally wearing like a big oversized t-shirt then they've probably tucked it in or at least on like a little like French tuck. No, I have to ask though, is it like necessary? Because to me, it seems like a, a sin to tuck in a shirt and not either wear a belt or suspenders, something. And I don't know why, because obviously your, your pants stay up just fine with a shirt tucked into them. Uh, but well, it seems wrong to wear a shirt tucked in without some sort of device to to keep the pants, keep the pants up. I don't know. I don't know why that's... Yeah, I mean... I like my belts. I have just a one brown belt and one black belt. And those are all the belts I have. But I like to wear those with my jeans whenever I tuck something in or like my, my skirt or my shorts. Um, but I don't think that's like a universal thing because I've said that to friends before. I like asked them if they have what I can borrow and they're like, I don't own a belt. What are you talking about? I don't wear belts. I don't own any belts. Yeah. Like mom doesn't own a belt. You don't own a belt. I tried to ask mom to borrow one once and she was like, I don't. Why would you? They were, have a belt. I, I, they were a thing back in the 90s. Like, I had a ton yeah. of belts, especially, like, the big, chunky brown mm-hmm. belts with, like, the big rivets in them. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I had a ton of those. Uh, actually, I lied. I do have a belt that I bought 
because it goes with my princess bride costume that I wear. Of course, I, that is the right. only belt I own. But uh, I now I my pants falling down isn't a problem. Well, I don't think it's yeah. I am I am shaped in such a way that this yeah, will not I've never, this will not become an issue. <laughs> I've never used them to actually keep my pants up. I've never yeah. had the problem with pants falling down. But I just think it like I don't know for some reason I feel like if I have the whole top of my pants exposed because I have something tucked into it and it's not just because I have a crop shirt that raises up a little bit. I feel like I need something there or else it looks just weird. Decorative. It's yeah, decorative. I, it definitely yeah, is. I thought that was a fashion faux pas to tuck in a shirt and not wear a belt. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely have I've, done the French yeah, do. tuck though, which I yeah. think solves that problem. French tuck is good. Yeah. Thank you, Tan. Yeah. For introducing thanks, me to the French tuck. I use that a lot. I showed that one to dad. He had one like t-shirt that <laughs> Did he dad liked. do a French tuck. He has one t-shirt that he likes to wear whenever he's with Charlie because it's pink. Yes. But it's not like a work shirt. It's just a t-shirt. Yes. And he, it was a little bit long for him. So he had just been wearing it long over his, his pants. I noticed that. It looks strange. And I was strange. like, hey, that looks strange. And he said, well, should I tuck it in? And I was like, well, I don't think it'd look better tucked in. Here, no. let me show you this. And I did, showed him a little French tuck. And now every time I see him wear that shirt, he does the French tuck on his own. And dad knows how to do a French tuck. You did a little mini queer I eye did a for dad. little mini queer eye for dad. Nice. Uh, is that it? Have we completed the fashion update? Yeah, I think we pretty much did. So the the early '90s are coming back. Perhaps the '80s have crept in. Should I share pictures? Yeah, I'll share pictures on Twitter of all the back to school clothes I got for yeah. my uh, for my new school year. Oh, and you also last thing you said, long floral skirts are back, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like, uh, I don't know I about had so the many long full, floral skirts, like maxi skirt, but a midi skirt that yeah. comes like right to the middle of your calf. Mm-hmm. That's definitely. I, yeah. Can you clarify me? Uh, clarify for me, though, Riley, because I, I w- I'm only exposed to people in your age range that are in like Brooklyn, so that might be a bit of yeah. a specific fashion. But I see a lot of like, like the septum piercings, colored hair, like brightly mm-hmm. colored makeup, like it, that kind of stuff. That to me was always like stuff that put you on, put you as alternative. Is that also yeah. stuff that's just like everybody does now? Yeah. I mean, like, I wouldn't, I would definitely say here where I am, it is not the majority of people, but I definitely know a good amount of people that aren't necessarily, like, you know, trying to identify as, like, alternative or, or out of the, out of the norm that just have, like, a septum piercing or dye their hair silver or blue or pink or, like, have tattoos. Hmm. It's just, like, a thing. Okay. I would say here it's not, you know. As popular, but definitely more popular than just every few people. Well, I'm going to go find my old long floral skirts. Good. Wear them with my Birkenstocks. There you go. Because those are in. I'm wearing mine right now. I wear Uh mine like every day. And uh, I usually would wear like a little tank top and a cardigan. That sounds like an outfit I would wear right now. Like a long floral skirt and a tucked in bodysuit tank top with a short little light cardigan. Yeah, I definitely wear that right Fashion now. Fashion a la Sandra Bullock and Practical Magic is back, and I am all about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has okay. been your, all right. your 2019 <laughs> back-to-school fashion update. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, sisters. Uh, thank you, uh, Riley, for informing Taylor and I as to what. Although, Taylor, I, th- I feel like you always know what's hip anyway. You live in Brooklyn. I mean, You're at the epicenter of hipness. I guess so. 
I realize as we talk about, so. like, I've never really hit on any of these styling, styling points in any generation. I don't, I'd either follow or do the opposite. I just do something on my own. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I would say, listeners, do your own thing that makes you happy. Yeah. If these 90s styles returning bring you joy, as they do me, please embrace them. And if they don't, I mean, you know, carry on as you were. <laughs> yeah. No problem. As always, you should do your own thing. Uh, as long as you're not, like, harming anyone else with your fashion, which I can't imagine how you would be. Yeah, but that seems hard, but... Yeah. But that's that's the general rule here. As yeah. long as you're not hurting anybody else, who cares? Do your own thing. Exactly. Uh, thank you to the Maximum Fun Network of podcasts for letting us be a part of this wonderful family of shows. You should check out MaximumFun.org for a lot of wonderful podcasts you would enjoy. Uh, you can email us at stillbuffering at MaximumFun.org. You can tweet at us at stillbuff. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And, and I was, was two. Stop it. Listen, I'm a hotshot Hollywood movie producer. You have until I finish my glass of kombucha to pitch me your idea. Go. All right, it's called Who Shot Ya, a movie podcast that isn't just a bunch of straight white dudes. I'm Ify Wadiway, the new host of the show and a certified BBN. BBN? Buff black nerd. I'm Alonzo Duraldi, an elderly gay and legit film critic who wrote a book on Christmas movies. I'm Drea Clark, a loud white lady from Minnesota. Each week, we talk about a new movie in theaters and all the important issues going on in the film industry. It's like Guess Who's Coming to Dinner meets Cruising. And if it helps seal the deal, I can flex my muscles while we record each episode. I'm sorry, this is a podcast? I'm a movie producer. How did you get in here? Iffy, quick! Start flexing! Bicep, lats, chest. Who shot you? Dropping every Friday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.